0: Good. Well, I just want to welcome everybody uh, that's here today and those that are online. And we're going to jump right on in. We've got a special speaker today who's going to share a few things. Miss Cindy Hahn. I'm going to ask her to come on up. Cindy, I've known Cindy since I was young. I was thinking that. Like, you know, I was thinking, uh, we, you were in the apprentice program. Come on over here so they can see you. Come on over here. I'm going to get you right in here. But there you, there you go. Right. Look at that. Wave to right. everybody. There we go. But yeah, that was like, I was like 18, 19, 20. 21. I know, so it's been a long time, and it's neat, you know, it actually works good with our message talking about connecting the dots, sometimes you'll meet people for a season, and you don't see them for a while, and God has weaving those relationships back and forth to make a beautiful picture of what He wants in our life, so I'm not going to um, take too much of your time, I want to let you share what you've got, she's going to share a little bit about a ministry she's involved with, you guys should have the paperwork, and she's going to tell you about it, so take it away, and tell us what God's been doing in your life, thanks so much, there you go.
1: Thanks for having me. I am uh, with Serve the City. And last summer, my husband and I went to Brussels, Belgium, where it was founded, and we um, served with the ministry called Serve the City there. And the founder of Serve the City challenged me to come back here and start it here in our area. So we started it in Newport News because of the high crime area in the the southeast community. And um, so that's where we started. And I wanted to share with you a little bit chesapeake um, serve the city has been going 10 years so that what um tim's going to show is a video from chesapeake give you an idea of what service city is all about
2: the river, the sidewalk.
0: on one side there's
2: comfort on the other struggle on one side there's security on the other uncertainty fear. It's time to cross the line. Many who live in our community seldom pay attention to the line. You may not even be aware of needs that are just a neighborhood away. You may not realize that you could be the one to carry hope to the other side. to show kindness in practical ways to people in need. We bring together churches, civic organizations, and businesses to partner with the city of Chesapeake and the police department for the purpose of building trusting relationships, instilling hope, and transforming lives. Certain the city projects are often simple, yard work, painting, basic home repairs, Serving food, visiting the elderly, tutoring students. We are the connection between the good intentions of people who could serve and a meaningful opportunity to do so. The Bible teaches that each of us should use whatever gift we have received to serve others, faithfully showing God's grace in a variety of ways. You have something to offer. And the line you cross may be as close as your neighbor. Start from where you
0: are. Cross the line and serve. Carry hope to the other side. And invite everyone there to join you.
2: The dream is everyone serving.
0: It's a revolution.
2: A serving (laughs) revolution. And it's going to change our city. Serve the city is for everyone. Now you know them by their needs. What if you knew them by name? The line serve the city.
1: So that—that's a little bit of what we're Tim will start the PowerPoint. I'll um, talk a little bit from that. So many people in our city are in need. So. In, We'll probably eventually do like a Serve the City uh, Peninsula, which will cover the whole area. But we're starting in Newport News. Um, And this is certainly not my ministry. It is really God's. It's been amazing to see what God is doing, what churches God has brought together, because we're partnering with the police department and many churches along in the area and um, the civic groups in the area and as well as schools. So we'd love for you guys to be a part of that. So many people... Um, would like to do something to help but don't know where to get, where to start so what serve the city does is offer the opportunity so if people want to serve you can go to our website at any time we also have what's called flash service when the city needs things done and we'll put a flash serve out where you can sign up and serve um, so we're looking to um, just help people that have that desire in their heart to love Jesus and love other people to get out there and serve uh, connects pe- volunteers with meaningful opportunities to get involved We are, um, in our July serve, we have 16 houses that we are doing home repair for. We are also working with the Peninsula Rescue Mission and Nehemiah's Nook, which is a place that feeds the homeless. And also we are going to volunteer with the refugee ministry. So many people doing small things together can make a big difference. This is one of the Serve the City mottos, which is so true. You get out there and you have a lot of people. We can make a big difference if we have a lot of people out there serving together. So this is our big summer event, July 10th through 15th. So the 10th through the 14th is a Monday through a Friday, and you can serve one day. It's from 8.30 to 12.30, or all days, whatever day you want to serve. You can go online at www.stcnewportnews.com and sign up for any day of the week for any type of of service you would like to serve. Um, And on Saturday, we're actually partnering with the YMCA. So you can sign up with Serve the City, but we'll actually go to the YMCA, and they... Um, have homes from the Agency on Elder, I don't say it right, Elder, Agency of, A, Agency of Aging, I think that's it. So they've picked out homes to, to do um, yard work on. The homes that we will work on in the southeast community are, um, they're all elderly, many of them when they're in their 90s. And so they can't get out there and do the yard work and do the repair work. We have porches to repair and gutters to repair and just basic yard work that they can't get around to do. So I wanted to come here and, and, and invite you to join us. We'd love to have you. There's a sign-up sheet in the back if you want to join us, and I'll be around to an- answer any questions that you have. So thank you so much for having me.
0: One, two, two. It is now. That little button will get you, boy. Thank you. That sounds good. So don't forget there's a sign-up sheet in the back if you guys want to take a look at that. And also she's going to hang around if there's some more questions. So that's, uh, that's biblical and that's good. So that's good stuff. Well, good. I want to welcome everybody again and we're going to jump on into the message. And today's message is about connecting the dots. And I thought, man, it's sometimes it's kind of hard to see all the dots when you're looking at them up front to see how it's going to make a beautiful picture. But God is in the dot connecting business, amen? So I want to start out with this, saying, yeah, I know sometimes it's hard and difficult to see what the big picture is, but God's in control. And it's even harder sometimes to see how different things in our life is working together, either through the good or bad, to make something good later. Now, i am say all that to say this. Think about somebody maybe go through a divorce. You think, man, that's terrible, but God can use that. He doesn't cause that, thank you. But God can use that for maybe you fight for relationships a little bit harder along the way. Maybe as a kid that you were moved around from place to place and you thought that was the worst thing going. But now you're one of the most easiest people to make a friend with. You see what I'm saying? Different things like that. So a lot of times when we go through some things, even though they're not always comfortable, they can be used in a mighty way to bring things together. Just think about the relationships. And I thought about Cindy coming out here. Man, that was a long time ago. I I think it's like 1984. When we were working together. And now, man, time's gone by. And to see how God's still weaving and working and connecting the dots. And everybody has a story with that. That makes a beautiful mosaic picture when the hand of God is drawing the lines. Amen. So with that being said, I'm going to jump on in and talk about God's faithfulness a little bit. I said, any case, with all these things going on in our life, I said, there's always a place for us to grow in God's grace. Somebody say amen if they believe that. And I think there's, and we can rely on his faithfulness. And rest in the love of God, okay? So with our message today, I want to give you a little background. I'm going to um, pull up what we got here from Deuteronomy 31, 8. And as we open today's message, let me just set the stage from our scripture, okay? This is going to be a transfer of leadership Is what's going on. Uh, Moses is about 120 years old. And the Lord's telling him, hey, I'm getting ready to bring you home to heaven. And so he's getting ready to transfer the power. Joshua was getting ready to be sworn in. And the folks of Israel have ex- experienced a lot. They've been through a lot of things. Think about it. They've been rescued out of bondage. They've crossed the Red Sea. And and God still continues to connect the dots of his promises to bring them into the promised land. They're getting ready to go to the promised land. And this is what the scripture says here. It says, the Lord himself goes before you and he will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And that's Deuteronomy 38.1 many times in that chapter of 31 he goes back and tells his people be strong and courageous and I believe that's what the Lord is telling us today going forward with our life be strong and be courageous in the Lord amen trust in what he has so you know he's with you he's he's never going to leave you he's never going to forsake you don't be afraid don't be discouraged so let's look how we can grow stronger in the Lord if everybody says that's all right let's say amen Amen. all right good it's good to have everybody so I want to go ahead and wheel on into this thing here So how do we grow in the grace of God? Think about this. I love the scripture in 2 Peter 3.18. It says, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. See, what's happening is we start to grow in grace of the Lord by knowing him. Amen. Through that personal relationship with the Lord. You know, I I break this down every time we talk because I want people to understand the gospel message. The gospel message is this, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and there's only one way to heaven. We try to mess it up and add to it and everything else, but the work is finished on the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection through the Lord Jesus Christ. And we connect with that through our belief, our faith. It's by grace you're saved through faith, not of yourself. It's a gift to God, amen? So we take and, and grow in that gift by knowing him better. How many people think it's a good idea to date your wife before you marry or husband? Everybody's smiling, yes. I'm going to just say, I never asked. How long did y'all date? A couple, years. couple years. You get some few surprises after you got married still? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They've only been married a short time, yes. How long did we date? Long time. Long time. Long time. One, year. One year. One year for 10. Michael, how about you back there? All the guys look at their wife and go, sorry guys, yeah. Well, yeah, what she said for a while, right? But even then, we're still growing in grace, amen, hopefully in our relationship, you know? The little things you thought were cute just drive you crazy now, right? I never knew I chew with my mouth so much open, you know, until I got married, right? All those little things. Before, I never heard nothing about that when we were dating. I guess, you know, but now, you know, it's like, uh, you, need, you need to not chew gum while you're preaching. Y'all love me through it. I've been doing it for 20 years. <laughs> Thomas and Alexa said, yeah, we had a really nice wedding, but dad, you chewed through the whole service. I was going, like, do you take Alexa? <laughs> but anyway, and see, let me just tell you how it works out. See, I'll tell you, I'm going to give you all behind the scenes a little fun moment. When I first start speaking, when you get excited, your mouth gets dry, right? Anybody know that is? Amen. And so the first time I went out, you could tell who was there. Tanya and Tim and some other ones there. I took like a piece of candy, a white piece of candy in my mouth and I was talking. And I thought, gosh, I must be scaring these people to death because everybody was like. Well, what was happening, I was foaming at the mouth. (laughs) And so we got all these little signals now. So if I look over at Tanya or Tim or somebody goes like this, you know. So over the years, I've tried to perfect it a little bit. So y'all don't see that, I just go, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mm hmm mm. Mm-hmm. Now oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> I guess you're gonna watch you gum now, right? Just all that, connecting the dots. What I want to say is that you start learning through different things, different things like that. You can see how much I get support at the house. My, my family's going, yeah, that's not good. But you know what? You got to be able to laugh at yourself sometimes, don't you? And grow in the grace. You know, when I think that, oh, I was, I was terrified after they go, you might want to wipe your face off. And I go in the bathroom and go, oh, my gosh, they probably think I've got rabies, you know. But I was preaching. I admit, I'll tell you, the Lord's coming back and everything. Everybody's going, yes, yes, yes. Where did you get this guy? So, yeah, and don't and don't uh, eat any blue candy either because that will turn your, your, your teeth different colors and stuff. And people go, man, I can't concentrate. I think he's a smurf, you know. So you know what? Through the message and through the things, we do see a lot of different odds and ends. But you've got to be able to laugh at yourself. And I think that's one of the things in connecting the dots in my life. Don't take yourself so serious sometimes. Amen? You can just, because if you do, you'll probably be depressed. I know I would be. I would be. I look at some of the stuff. We did an uh, intro. We do a little commercial. And I tell Tim today, and I go, hey, I'm bad somebody tapping." out. what." can we do it again, you know, they think you get it in one cut, you don't usually get it in one cut, the thing about it now, it's live, what you got is what you got people, so it's there, but you know what, in life, it's live, but you don't get just one cut, you can do it again, you can start over fresh with the Lord, because that's the grace of God, amen, let's pull it on back in here and see what's going on, so a lot of times when you're looking at things, uh, the more we encounter God, the more I hope that we grow in God, amen, You know, just like we talk about dating and a relationship and different things like that. You find out more things. How many people are still learning about things of God? Let me raise both hands and a foot. It's amazing. It's amazing. Every time you think, man, he is just so good. And he is and he gets even better when you even understand more. You think, man, how is he working all these things together? But God is in control. Somebody say amen if they're excited about that today. So look at that. And here's something else. Do you appreciate your story? Now, what what does that mean? Do you appreciate what God's doing in your life? You say, well, some seasons are better than others, amen, right? But do you believe you can work them together? I ask this many times when I'm speaking. Do you learn more, unfortunately, I think I know this answer. Do you learn more about yourself and the Lord and others when things are tough or when things are good? Usually when things are stripped away, you really see what you got. It's a time of testing in our life. We realize how much we need to rely on God, how much that we need to to forgive others and forgive that person in the mirror many times, too. But today, I hope that we could take all those things and watch how God's been connecting his love and grace and mercy in your life and see where he's taking us. Amen. So let's keep on rolling with that thought. So one of the things I was thinking about, sometimes we just need to embrace the process. What do you mean? We were getting ready this morning, and everybody knows that's ever been here. You can plug stuff in every Sunday the same way, and it works different every Sunday, you know. And so we're getting ready to go, and Tanya had all her song list out there and everything. All of a sudden, her book just fell, boom, <clears throat> like 300 songs everywhere. And she goes, "It's just a book." I was like, "Good for you," because I was over here. It's just a cord. <laughs> so I thought. I need to take that attitude. I'm just being honest. It gets a little crazy when the time gets tight and the pressure gets going. We don't always embrace the process, do we? We reject the process. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I don't want to play anymore. Do y'all ever get like that? I'm the only one. Come on, raise some hands out here. Don't make me feel bad. You know? And you can see that in our lives. But you know what? When we find out that we can go with the flow because God's in control, lowers your blood pressure, to keep you from fighting at the home front and god can use you in a mighty way you reflect in his grace so how do we do that we just need to continue to trust god keep on processing those things and realize that it's in god's timing amen a lot of those things are happening let's keep on rolling know that god's seeing the big picture have you ever looked at something and say man it's got to be this way and then you look at another angle and go oh i didn't see that i've never seen that before you know My brother-in-law does does uh filming and cameras and stuff and i I gotta tell this we were doing some stuff probably 10 years ago and he was filming stuff i never forget he put me in front of a green screen right you got a green screen and then it looks like you're at a racetrack or in a palace and all this stuff and everything else so i'm going through these things and i got he said we're going to do two two minute spots okay and ready to go so he's eating a sandwich he's ready he's going and he's just you know we're going at it man we're going at it we're going at it and I says is my hair okay he says yeah 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 yeah." I get up there and I play it back and my hair is sticking up like this I'm like dude he goes well it always looks like that <laughs> well today I was hoping maybe we can level it out you know <laughs> so, so back in the drawing board, board again you know God's seeing the big picture he knows every hair on your head and he still says it's okay let it ride let it go how about this in your life as you're growing older have you, have you let a few more things slide? Or are you still just as tense as, oh my goodness. And does it really matter? A lot of things that we get wrapped around the wheel about really don't matter, does it? I'm going to say that again. I'm going to help somebody here. It really doesn't matter. And the answer is, you're right. It really doesn't matter. But we can get so worked up. And guess what happens? Man, that's just, that's just a playground for the devil. Blood pressure going up. Hands get tight. Hard for God to put something in your hand when your hands are clenched like that, isn't it? It's even harder when your heart gets hardened. Amen. But as we look at different things, that's what I love about what she was sharing in the ministry. You see that? Many times we go, I just don't know what to do. There's another avenue for us to do something and get involved. I thought it was great. You can do a little a short day, a long day, any day, this and that. You know, Because you know what? i found spending time with people is a valuable, valuable thing. And I want you to hear what I'm saying. Sometimes it's just spending time with people, you know. You don't have to be elderly to be alone. There's a lot of folks that loneliness is, when my grandfather died, my, my grandma, she says, you know what, I'm going to be all right. She said, but you know the worst the loneliness. Now that's been probably 40 years ago, but I remember that as a kid. I'm thinking, well, you got, you know, you got TV, grandma. It's not the same. When you have somebody that you can bounce some ideas off of, laugh with, love with, talk about the different things, and stuff like that. Let me tell you, relationships are a blessing. And if you want to have the best relationship you can have with people, work on the relationship you got with God. Amen? Because the more you spend time with God, the more he's going to get on you and get through you. And you're going to start reflecting in more and more and more. How many people are the same they are today as they were last year? I kind of hope not for me. I want to grow in that grace. I want to grow in that grace some more. Grow in that grace some more. And what I say every week, I'm preaching to me first. Because I know that as time goes on and God reveals more things in my life, there's adjustments for me to make. Here's the good news. When you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, you're in the family. He's not trying to clean you up to get you there. You're there. He's trying to speak into your life to show you what you can be. Connect the dots of blessing in your life. Amen. Let's keep on rolling with that. So he sees the big picture. God doesn't cause everything you experience, but he will use everything you experience. That's a good word right there. He doesn't cause everything that's going bad in your life or everything that's good in your life. Right. There's different choices we make and everything else, but he works them all together for the good. Romans 8, 28 talks about that. And that's amazing thing that, you know, a lot of times when we look at the picture and we're only getting a skewed view of it, we want to throw our hands up. I can't believe this person did me this way again. I can't believe they're doing me this way at work. I can't believe, I, oh, blah, blah, blah. that's the problem. We can't believe. But if we believe that God's in control and God ultimately uses everything for the good, guess what? There's going to be some amazing things happening in our life. When we come through the other side of an illness or something, I guarantee you're you going to have more compassion for people that's going through it. If you, you've been out of money and then you have money, when somebody comes around and they don't have money, you're more compassionate in those areas. Amen? If you've been split up, divorced, or, or anything like that, separated, moved around, all that, you can relate to people that maybe somebody else can't. That could be something God uses you in to encourage others. Now, let me tell you this. You don't have to walk through some of these things just to be an encouragement. But I'm saying, don't waste the hurt. Does that make sense? If you're going to go through something, and we all will go through something, ask God to show you how you can use that for His glory. Amen? I see it over and over and over. But sometimes we just fight it back and fight it back instead of just saying, Lord, you know what? I don't know how you're going to work it out. I don't know exactly when you're going to work it out. But I know you're going to work it out. Amen? and let me tell you that's the peace that passes all understanding might not understand all of it there's a lot of things i don't understand but i do understand this thank you lord for giving us revelation of the lord jesus christ i know that jesus is lord and i know that when i put my faith and trust or anyone puts their faith and trust in that finished work of the cross we are sealed with the spirit that changes every perspective that changes every uh... synopsis everything anything that's going on in our life it's different when God's in the center what happens is we put Him on the sideline, amen I thought it would get a little quiet there but we know that everything that you experience is not caused by God but everything can be used by God and that's so amazing when we see how God connects the dot in our life going back and we get the big master plan you know I was telling somebody the other day they were talking about church and stuff and, and music, that's one of the things that many of y'all know that that's something I love to do and, and played for years out and, uh, out and about. And to see how God would use that in, in, in ways later on. You know, I told y'all many times, I did not like getting up to read. I did not like getting up to, to talk in front of people or anything like that. But God took something that I really was passionate about and edged me out. Play a little music. Be the front man talking some more and all that and finally it clicked you know and then I thought well gosh then I, I really felt the Lord calling me to ministry but I, I, I might say something wrong well guess what we do a lot of praying before I stand up here amen and I'm praying when I'm up here and, and no doubt about it you know what God's got to be the one speaking through to get you the message so I pray Lord get me out of the way and you move through this congregation. You move through our life. You move through the power of your word and transform lives. Not only here, but on you know, the live stream. And when we meet people and when we serve people and we go out to the highways of the hedges. Lord, let us be a mirror of Christ. Because that is when you see the best picture of Jesus when we are being obedient to what he's called us to. Somebody say amen. Anybody going to grow in grace this week? Amen. amen. I pray we do. Now, how about this? How many people love to rely on the Lord? You might as well because you need to, right? You might as well, right? The Lord gave me some really cool one-liners this week as I was praying and spending some time with Him on about relying on Him and different things. And this is one of them. I said, the winds of change blow, never blow the Lord's plan off course. I said, man, I got to write that down. Things change. How many people like change? Ain't seen a hand in the house. Usually we don't. But after you adapt to some change... It's all right, right? Oh my gosh, this is going to be a long message, isn't it? You know, when, aren't you glad that, you know that, that your kids did graduate? Right? And they moved on and everything else? Different things like that in our life? Look at your life as you look back over time and see the different things how God has worked in your life. Sometimes when we glance back, we can start to see what God has done. Let me give you a scripture to write down. You can look it up later. But it's 2 Timothy 2.13. It says this. If we are unfaithful, somebody say unfaithful. Let me hear you. He remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Amen. That's a good one to put on your refrigerator. That's a good one to have underlined in your Bible. Because sometimes, guess what? Let me just speak for me. I'm unfaithful. I set out to do something, and then I get wrapped around the wheel on this and that and everything else. And I go, "Oh my goodness, I forgot about that." Or I couldn't. Anybody ever overcommit? It's easy to do. Here's a, here's a word from all of us speaking to me first. No is not a bad answer sometimes. I'd love to do that, but I can't right now. You know? But sometimes we overextend or 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 sometimes we just respond the wrong way. You know, I wish every time something happens, you know, I go, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about that. It'll grow back. You know? We don't always respond like we should. But God is faithful in the middle of all those things to work that out. And he's faithful to let us know. That little tap on our heart go. you know, that's probably not the best way to respond. And I pray that all of us, starting with me, is quick to turn from that and say, you know, I probably didn't respond right on that. Forgive me. Let's keep moving on. Because that's when we see the grace of God on display. And guess who gets the glory? God. Amen. Well, look what else we got here. I said, discover your uniqueness in his faithfulness. So to discover your uniqueness in his plan he has a purpose in your life. He's got a dot to connect in your life. Amen? And he's going to work it all together. And he's, he's made you. He knows you from the very beginning. And I'm not telling you things that you don't know. I'm reminding you of how good God is. And when things are getting tough. Anybody going through a tough time right now? Somewhere, somebody, some way, someday. And, it, and here's, here's the truth. If it's not today, someday you will. That's not doom and gloom. That's the truth. I'm giving you some pieces of the puzzle to rely on God. Take his word, take his promises, speak his words. Look at this. But you know, in the midst of that, your situation might not look like her situation. Or my situation might not look like their situation. Here's the good news. Jesus never changes. Amen. He's looking at the big picture. He's speaking into our life. He's in control. He's connecting the dots. He's saying, you know what? I can still make something out of this. Have you seen people's life where they give a testimony later on and you think, oh my goodness, how in the world could God ever use my life? Has anybody ever thought, how in the world could God use my life? Say amen. amen. I've thought that many times. I think that many times still today. But we know that God is not through with us yet. Let's go back and read that again. Second 2 Timothy 2.13. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. I think one of the things about relying on God is to realize who he is. Next time the devil comes knocking at your door and a problem comes up, take a minute and just breathe in and say, can I rely on God in this situation? Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe it's a health thing. Maybe it's a relationship thing. Maybe it's a job thing. Is anything going to take God by surprise? Absolutely not. Is God a giver of good gifts? Absolutely. did, Did he give the ultimate sacrifice for you? Jesus laid down his life. So why would he keep anything good from you? He's not in in that. But, buddy, why do bad things happen? Because you know what? We're in a sin-filled world, right? And things do happen like that. But as we go through that and experience that, we can rely on him to bring us through the other side. Amen? Just want to keep on uh, encouraging you guys that. Know that God is preparing you for the next best thing. Man! Looking back in your life, just think about it. Everybody's got their own story. If you could look back over the storyline of your life, do you see how God is preparing you for things that you've walked through in the last year or the last five years or whatever? You may not even see it now. But I'm going to tell you what. You can see that. Many of y'all know this is a second marriage for me. I don't get upset about things like I used to. I don't care if there's too much gravy on the mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? Focus on the main things. Right? So learning through that, I was like, no, that's this is a big deal. That's not a big deal. You know? How about your job? Is it really a big deal if if something's, you know, just not perfect? I'm not telling you to settle for less. That's not what this is about. I'm saying, you know what? Sometimes we have to make adjustments. Major on a major, minor on a minor, focus on the Lord always. Amen? As we're focusing on Him, we can continue to look at that and say, you know what, I don't understand why I didn't get the job. I didn't understand why this went down this way. I didn't understand. Maybe God's preparing you for something better. Somebody say amen. Maybe God's got something over here that he's working all together. A couple of more dots that connect over here. A couple of more pieces over here to bring that into your life to say, there's something better. I've asked this many times. How many, how many are glad God doesn't answer all your prayers just like you want them? Amen. Amen. You can pray some pretty crazy stuff if you look back, you know. I just need to pick three lottery tickets. Yeah, I need that 40 bucks. Right? <laughs> you know? What's up? God's not a genie in a bottle. He's the Lord of all creation. And he cares about you. And he's got the big picture. But you know what? Sometimes I wonder. People say, well, what about, when are you going to do this? And, and what about a bigger church? And what about this? And, and after about the first year of ministry, the Lord showed me something. He was showing me all the time. But I got it. You ready? You want to know what it is? He's driving the bus, not us. I just want to be listening. I want us to be listening. When he says, go, we'll go. When he says, stay, we'll stay. Many of y'all have heard this before. Probably two years before we started the church, we had an opportunity to get a really cool building, all this, everything. It appeared to be the right time right then. But before we signed anything, before we did anything, I asked the ministry team and everybody to pray about it. And I was down to like, man, we're going to pick out the, pick out the chairs today. I'm going to pick out the chairs today. I remember talking to my dad about that. He said, well, we I said, yeah, yeah. I said, but I just want to pray about it. And the boys were really young. The and me and Denise took the Bible out. And laid it across the bed. I said, Lord, I don't want to go nowhere without you. I don't want to do nothing on my own. We don't want to do nothing on your own, on our own. And then I said, Lord, you know I need a billboard. You know how I am. You got a relationship like that with the Lord? You just tell them, Lord, you know what? I, 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 I mean, I'm not asking for a sign in the sky or anything. But you know what? I, I need to know. Because I want what you want. And I don't want to go without you. Because I know what we'll get if we go without you. Nothing. Went to sleep, slept like a baby. Got up the next morning. And one of the things I would always do is send out a devotion And I was looking at a couple different places to pull some devotion. Sometimes I'll add some. And and this particular time, I I was pulling one from, uh, I think it was Henry Blackabay, if Mm. I'm not mistaken. And uh, I was going to go to a certain site, and the Lord said, No, go here. I went there. And on the thing, it says, When God says no. Ugh! I didn't want him to say no. You ever had that? You you, you want his input as long as it agrees with your output. But I had been walking with the Lord enough at that time to know, no means no. Now let me tell you about that. And I pass it on to the team and everything else. You know how I know that that was right? Because when I said, okay, Lord, peace. I didn't go, well, maybe. I didn't, well, well, let's just reboot and see if it's a different devotion you know and he can speak to you in a number of ways but see he spoke to me using his word and I read the scriptures and I said Lord is this is this it you know a couple years later folks that weren't even going to church folks that I work with and stuff went down and got a place and said hey man why don't you come down and do some preaching I was like ah uh. see I'm gun shy now right I want to hear what the Lord says Guess what? I start praying. And the Lord opened another door. And another door. And another door. And another door. See, when it was in his time frame, it wasn't no doubt about it. Amen. That's what I want you to hear today. Boom. Door after door after door open. And here we are today. Man, I'm so glad that we listened. I don't know what it would have happened if we went the other way. But I know I didn't have no peace about it. But when the doors opened this time, we had peace about it. Seek the Lord. He's going to give you peace about it. He's preparing you. Let me tell you what. In a couple of years between when I thought we were going to start doing this and when God says we're going to start doing this, God had revealed many things in my life and showed me many things in a ministry, and he continues to do that. But let me tell you, I'm thankful that I didn't go when he said no. Amen? How about you? Give the Lord a hand clap there. That's something else. Amen. Well, take a look at this. I said, the Lord is the divine dot connector. Isn't that amazing? He's working it all together. He's working it all together, and that's a perfect example. I said, man, that's a powerful statement when we start looking at that. We go back through different things and see. I won't go back and and, and share any other stuff on that. That was, in a nutshell, that's what I was saying. You know, I thought, okay, it's time to go. This is, it's a good deal. We ought to do it. How about when you buy a car, when you buy a house, when you get married? No different. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and make sure that you're hearing from Him because He's the divine dot connector. And I said this, I said, let let God draw on the canvas of your heart and watch Him make the masterpiece in your life. What do you mean by that, buddy? If we open our hearts to God's Word and to the Lord Himself and and, and be obedient to what the Holy Spirit is teaching us and showing us, you will not come up short, amen? I did not say it will be the most comfortable ride you ever had. Y'all notice that, right? God is not always about comfort. He's about what's best. And sometimes there's some bumpy roads we go down. But you never go down them alone if you're seeking Him. That's what I hope you see that today. Anybody have things that's just so big that mom and dad can't fix? Amen. That your boss can't fix? That no amount of money can fix? Guess what? Rely on God. How about the little things that don't seem like a big deal? Rely on God. Isn't it neat when somebody just sees some just cool stuff to have? I think sometimes we're looking for all the lightning bolts and all the different things. Sometimes it's just an amazing thing. How many people can see me today? That's an amazing thing, isn't it? How many people can hear me today? That's an amazing thing. That's an amazing thing. Are we counting those blessings? Are we relying on God? You know what? There's a lot of folks today that are waking up and struggling with different things in their life. Probably people here struggling with different things. I'm saying, let's come together and rely on God. Personally, let's rely on God. How do we do that? We know Him better. We see Him flow in His grace. And we trust His word. Amen. Everybody doing good, say amen. See, the problem, I think, I just want to hit on this too. You know, when I'm talking about the canvas of our heart. Many times, we face with all these different problems. And we open our heart up to negativity. Anybody hear that? How many people know people that complain? If that's you, don't raise your hand. Because somebody's raising their hand because they know you. Right? We all can complain sometimes. We've got to watch our words. We start setting the course for our day by our words. How you doing today? Well, I guess I'm doing all right. That looks nice. No, not really. Okay. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to hogtie you to give you a compliment. Good to see you. Well, I don't know. Hey, that really looks good. Well, I was going to... You see what I mean? Always... A lot of times, I think our receivers are broken. We speak about this from time to time. Receive the goodness of God. Receive those things. And ask the Lord, Lord, help me to weed out these, these other things in my life. Hey, we know there's going to be negative comments. We know there's going to be negative news. Anybody who ever watched the news know there's negative things in the news. But you know what? If you open the Word of God... I can tell you, it can flush a lot of that stuff out. If you speak the word of God, it can flush a lot of those things back out. And it starts transforming our heart and give God a clean slate to draw on the canvas of our heart and watch that masterpiece come around. Amen? I wish I could draw something. I'd draw, I was thinking, gosh, maybe I could draw something on the grease board. And I start doing some doodling. And I say, I better just stick to the word. Amen? <laughs> yeah, amen. That's it. I can't, I'd mess up a stick, man. But you know what? Somebody else is gifted in that. I know many people. I know my, my niece is. She does that and many others. Everybody has an amazing gift. Man, let's use it for the Lord. So we're going to rest in the Lord. Rest in the love of God. And I, I started out with this. I said, there are no shackles too strong that the Lord cannot break. We can rest in His love. He breaks the shackles of our sin. And He continues to restore us. When you look back through your life. I guess all of us could say, probably would have done this piece a little different. Maybe wouldn't have said that. Probably wouldn't have went there. Wouldn't have done that and all that. That's just life. But like I said earlier, if you use what God has shown you from that, guess what? It could change everything in your next step. It could change everything in your next conversation. It could change everything in the next person you meet. Right? There's always opportunities. Are you taking the opportunities that God puts before you? I'm going to go back to what's in there. There's some opportunities for us there. Pray about how God will use you in that. You know? A lot of times it's hard to figure. well, what is it you want to do? See, the Lord Lord will show you. He'll give you something. And sometimes it might just be listening. Sometimes it might be praying for somebody. That's huge. That's huge. So take those times and those, those nudges and respond to them. Amen? Going back to resting in the love of the Lord, how many know that God loves them? You say, "Oh, buddy, that's a real deep, that's a real deep sermon there." Yeah. Do you really believe God loves you? Why do you believe God loves you? Hmm. Yeah. How about how about, about I give you one word, Jesus. How about that? That'll start. There's many things. Let's just, let's just start with Jesus. All right. You don't have to be a theologian to get all the pieces of the puzzle and all this and pronounce all the Greek and the Hebrew and everything. Can you say Jesus? Amen? I'm going to start us right there. That's good. That's real good. That's the best. And God gave his best for you. Amen? Now I want to walk through a few things. I don't know if y'all ever heard this, uh, seen this psalm before. so I get a little unclick happy there. Psalm 23, anybody ever heard of that before? Everybody's smiling. I thought maybe we'll just walk through this a little bit. And see what we got here. I said the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. We are lacking for nothing in the Lord. Amen. Let's keep on going. Y'all want to read that? Y'all read the second one. Let me hear y'all do your thing. One, two, three. Let's read. Green green let's We can rest in him and have peace. You're doing good. Let's keep on going my soul. Amen. We have restoration. We have guidance in the Lord. Let's keep on rolling. Y'all doing good? Mm. I wrote out of that, I broke it out. I said, We are passing through, we are not alone. He is there to comfort us. Amen. Let's go to the next one. He's our portion, our protector, and our provider. Let's bring it on home with this. Go ahead. amen so he is the divine dot connector he's the author and finisher of our faith he's the perfecter of our faith he's not going to leave us high and dry he's not going to leave us behind when we are a child of God we are secure in Christ amen so remember that when you're in a crisis that you're secure in Christ remember that when things are good that you're secure in Christ how many people praise the Lord when things are good how many people praise the Lord when things are bad it's a little stretch sometimes, but I'm going to tell you what. As God works in your heart, you'll see both sides of that. You know, it's kind of funny sometimes. How many people get up in the middle of the night and look and get something to eat? Am I the only one? Oh, man. When I worked at a shipyard, I worked a third shift. And when I got home on the weekends, I still thought I was supposed to eat at 3 o'clock. So I would get up and I'd be looking there and stuff. Now, we love to eat out. Amen. That's, some people go to Hawaii. Some people go on vacation. We don't go nowhere, but we go out to eat. I like going out to eat. Amen. But we still got a pantry full of food sometimes. Huh? And sometimes I get up with the chicken head and everything staggering. and I say, I want something to eat. You know, I've been doing better. But I open that door and I see the stuff in there. I open my refrigerator and I look in there and there's times I just go, wow. Thank you, Lord. You know Why? because there was times in my life I had a lonely light bulb in there amen I'm gonna just tell you I'm just like wow and the stuff that I did have in there one time one of my buddies when I was when I was single my buddy came over there and he said man what you got to drink I said "Uh, I think we got water we opened up some stuff there he said how old is this Christmas candy I said it's September he said you either really early or we need to throw that out you know. So when you've been through a few things and you've lacked a couple little things there, you start really appreciating the things that God's given you. But you know what was happening was this. It wasn't that I was lacking anything. It was I I was not counting everything. Did you hear what I'm saying? I wasn't counting the blessings. I still had power. I still had a refrigerator. I still had never missed a meal. Might not have been what I wanted at the time, different things like that. But now... You know, as time goes by and God's blessed me in different areas of my life and things like that, I just want to stop sometimes I go, man, look at that refrigerator. That's cool. Get in there and got a full tank of gas in my car. Lord, thank you. I got that. Amen. The little things. Sometimes you think that's little. Man, let me tell you, get in your car and you don't have enough gas to get to work, then you're going to say, wow, what's going on? I'm just pulling out a few things. Somebody's might be a whole lot different. But let me tell you, are you thanking him in the small things? Some of the small things, like I started out, you can see, you can hear, and you know, all that. Actually, that's big things. That's huge. You know? But when I look through here, we can rest in the love of the Lord. So can we trust the Lord? Do you, do you believe you can trust the Lord? I'm going to help somebody today. Do you believe that God is faithful? Amen. So we can trust in the Lord. Amen. Right? What else? So, so why do we worry like we worry? Because it's like, I trust in the Lord, but, and we didn't say that. I know God is faithful, but so let's cut that out of it and say you know what I can trust in the Lord I've walked with the Lord anybody seen how faithful the Lord's been in life everybody that's breathing in here could tell a story on all different accounts all types of things let me tell you to, to, to be able to do what we do here each and every week is a blessing. To see more people coming in, more people listening online, people getting saved, people getting healed, people getting delivered, people loving on people, people serving in different areas in their life. That's huge. God is, 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 is so amazing and he connects the dots. Look around. You're a dot in somebody else's divine masterpiece. You say, well, how is that? Relationships, encouragement. I know I appreciate each and every one of y'all in here. This is a loving church family. I tell people, to say, hey, uh, where's the church? Oh, yeah, well, it's God's church, but this is where we're at. And I said, I'm just going to let you know they're going to hug you. <laughs> we're a hugging bunch of folks. You know, I shake your hand on the way in, but I'm going to hug you on the way out, okay? I'm just going to tell you, we love people. And we love people right where they are because you know what? That's what Jesus did. That's what God's called us to do. Amen? So with that being said, we can trust him. We can rely on him. But have you received him? You say, what do you mean, have I received him? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus came and paid the price, poured out his blood for our sin? See, that's what had to happen. A life had to be given for your life. He he was our, our, our substitute. He was the perfect, the Lamb of God. He was the one. He's the only one. Do you believe that? Do you believe he rose on the third day? The Bible says, what must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. So I wanted to break that down today. So if somebody asks you the question I ask many, many people, many, many times, probably do it to the last breath if I can. If you die today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? And if you're not sure, I pray that you, you, you listen real close. What I just shared with you was the gospel of Jesus Christ. The death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says when we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God's raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Believe, trust, receive. If that's you today, just ask the Lord, Lord, I know i got sin in my life. Lord, I know you're the answer. I know that you paid the finished work on the cross. I know you died on the third day. Lord, I'm trusting you with that. Help me to walk in that today. Let me tell you, that's what we need. We need a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for each one here. I thank you for the ones listening. And I pray that through the message today, Lord, that that folks are encouraged. I pray that today that they don't get discouraged. I pray that they hold on to the hope. And Lord, I laid it out the best I know how the gospel message, the good news, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and come into that saving knowledge of the Lord by faith. Lord, help us to grow in your grace. Help us to walk in the truth of your word and help us to rely on you. And Lord, I pray everybody that's in the sound of my voice that will hear this later next year, next week, or whenever they know the love of God. God is love and Jesus is Lord. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. Before we go, I want to share with the last slide here. And I want you guys to look at this. I thought about this last night after I typed everything up. And I said, I just want to make sure they get this. So can everybody see that all right? What I want us to do is let's read this aloud. But every time it says you, I want you to make it personal and say me. Can you do that? Every time it says you, I want you to say me. So let's go ahead and read that together. One, two, three, read The Lord himself goes before me and will be with me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and sigh out with our friends online. Hope you guys enjoyed the message. If you got any questions about what's going on or you guys want to visit us or check out our website at keepthepromise.org, please check that out. We love you. We're praying for you. Hope to see you in person real soon. Amen.